2: That's a sleeper. What is his yeah. ADP? It's his Actually, ADP. Actually, no. Jacoby right
1: Myers, Myers is like legitimately good.
2: Jacoby Myers is, is, first off, he's a very talented player. Uh, he's going well, to One 68. Yeah, screw that. Bro. <laughs> he could easily, he could easily, 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 easily lead that team in targets.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk. Joined, as always, by my favorite co-host of all time, Matthew Spanauer. I couldn't say it without laughing. Um, Theo's not here. That's that's the whole joke, is that Theo's not here. We don't know if he overslept.
2: We don't know what's going on. We don't know if something happened to him or or, or what's up. But um, It's
1: very on-brand for Theo to oversleep. That's, that is something I will you say. You
2: know, I, I remember a while ago, he was like, something's always wrong with Matthew when we're trying to record is There's a fire at his apartment or something. And you know what? I think he's the only one who's missed an episode. And this is probably the second one he's missed. Yeah, so he is the only I don't, one. I don't want to get any more shit from here on out. Is what I'm trying to say.
1: I always have contingency plans. I think uh, I'm very good about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's up with Theo. Uh, I will say this. The last text we got from him was at 1:50 this morning. 1.50 in the morning, talking about wide receivers aren't valuable. I assume he was talking about fantasy. He said, and I quote, wide receivers not a valuable position. There are so many good wide receivers. Um, that was at 1.50 this morning. And then he tweeted
2: talking about Lil Nas X at uh, 2.37 in the morning. What's disappointing about it is that, you know, one of the news topics that we're going to get into today is Drew Locke. Uh, He wasn't named the starter kind of surprisingly, and that's that's Theo's guy. And that's Theo's. I mean, he's a Packers fan, but Denver is his team that he's been talking up all offseason and he's going to miss us talking about that. Yeah,
1: it it really is tough for Theo. Um, You know, we can't just save it. It's news. We got to we got to talk about it. If I could save it, I would. Maybe, Maybe we can banter long enough and he'll eventually wake up. (laughs) <laughs> we, but, get to, <laughs> we can't we
2: can't be in denial dude like yeah be <laughs> it. Don't like, i don't think so no <laughs> you don't think so what, what are we getting uh, into today though you know big episode or i guess because we have
1: we have technically another bonus episode dropping so we're going to get into obviously the fantasy locks and letdowns we're going to go to the afc afc east and west for this episode next episode will be north and south Obviously hop into the NFL news. Gotta talk about Travis Etienne's injury, how that affects James Robinson, the rest of the Jaguars offense. Um talk about how you called the Rams making a trade. Yeah. And then, of course, talking about uh another another one of your guys, Robbie Anderson, and then without Theo. Talk about Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. But of course, if you guys haven't, make sure you like, subscribe, leave a review, comment, etc. All the great things you guys have been doing to promote this podcast on all platforms. YouTube, Apple, Spotify, The Works. And if you haven't yet, make sure you follow at Stay StayHotPod on TikTok. We'll be providing a bunch of great content there as well. But uh, hopping into the NFL news, Matt, ETN, he's hurt, horrible injury, um, I, I, you know, obviously hope he gets well soon, but you know, we were talking about Robinson potentially getting traded. <laughs> I guess you, you were, and then,
2: yeah, well now, now it's not going to happen. Uh, obviously, uh, the Jaguars are still in a good position running back wise. Uh, uh, I think yeah, no, they have Robinson, Carlos back. Hyde is, is still a pretty good one too. I think Carlos Hyde gets a reasonable amount of work and maybe can be rosterable in fantasy leagues. And with James Robinson, it's really funny because, uh, he, his ADP isn't updated yet, so
1: he yeah, slips in draft, even though, yeah, even though everybody,
2: everybody knows. I made a video about this, uh, and you would think, like, oh, I'll, I'll be the person who won't forget. You probably will be. I always yeah. am. Um, so if you're in your fantasy draft, just keep it, that in it mind. Really it's is. like a borderline like, running back one. I mean, he was running back seven last year, I think.
1: That's what I'm saying. Um, it's like it, it is really hard to, like, remember that kind of stuff when they're not right there on your board. Um, I I think the biggest problem for him being a running back one is going to be like Carlos Hyde. I feel like, you know, I think you were the one that said this. He might be getting a lot of like goal line. I think he will get some goal line work. I do. Um, and that's, that's just going to be hard for like touchdown purposes. You know,
2: you can get all the yards, but touchdowns are really, are really going to be what matters. I still probably see him as a running back one. Maybe, maybe he doesn't quite get to seven where he finished last year among running backs, but I, I still see him as a running back one. Well, uh,
1: Kind of talking about so Robinson won't be getting traded anymore, but someone who did get traded, and again, you called this—you called this I in did. some way, shape, or form—the the day after we recorded, the
2: day the, after the, we the recorded, or was, or the, the, was the it the day after up, released? No,
1: it was the day we released. the like this, the morning we released that episode,
2: um, Sony Michelle gets traded to the Rams. I'm I'm. T- I, it feels good to get one right. I was really on the money with that one.
3: Um, All
1: I I can say is, you know, the whole uh, narrative has been everything Theo says comes true. I got
2: one. I really did. (laughs) And it wasn't just like, it wasn't like, oh, he picked a game right. No, I I like called a team making a trade for a certain position. I just don't think that the Rams believed in uh, Henderson. Uh, And it was clear because they went and tried to, you know, they drafted him third round, which is pretty good capital for a running back. And then the next year they go pick a running back in the second round doesn't bode well for him. So now just yeah. because there was an injury to a guy and they're forced to have him as their starter, doesn't mean that they want to give him <laughs> a big workload. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't know how much I love Sony Michelle just because of like the injury problems that he's had and, and where I, is he I right suppose. now? But I've heard, I've heard that he's looked a little bit, uh, a little bit quicker. All, all I know
1: is that the one thing the Rams were really looking for was someone kind of shifty they don't like this whole like power run scheme. They they're kind of more that zone run, you know, let a guy make make one man miss and just get what you can. You know, I, I don't think they wanted to get, you know, kind of a ground and pound Frank Gore power yeah. running back type guy. So I don't see him taking like the kind of beating that would even get him hurt just that, because that, of
2: the way the Rams run their offense. That Hopefully that might be true. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to call Michelle a sleeper fantasy-wise. No. Because because <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what his ADP is. I think oh, that running yeah. back room you know is what? a little crowded. But you've got uh, Xavier Jones and, and Henderson and, and Sony Michelle. I think they'll make it work. As far as like, the Rams team goes outside of fantasy, they'll probably be able to make that work.
1: 53rd among running backs right now. That's
2: probably not updated. There's no way it's that low. That's really, it's below Xavier Jones. Yeah, I, I would say <laughs> like, if they just traded for him. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I I probably don't feel that much different about the Rams. I don't think running backs, you know, have that big of a value when it comes to how a team performs. Uh, so same thing with ETN. It's yeah. a tough loss. ETN's a great player. Um, it's a tough loss, but they have other running backs. I feel all right about them with the Rams. I feel like, you know, they added another guy, decent staple of dudes there. They'll make it work.
1: Right. Um, You know, speaking of, you know, guys making it work, Robbie Anderson's making it work
2: right now. It was an awesome (laughs) signing. I really think $14 million is a steal for the Panthers. Um, Robbie Anderson's a really good receiver. He's really good. And right now, because they had DJ Moore extended, if I'm not mistaken, Mm -hmm. Uh, They've got their wide receiver core locked up for the next three years of Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Terrence Marshall Jr., who I think is going to be really, really good right away. Uh, But every time something, at least recently for the Panthers, because I'm a Panthers fan, uh, when they've been having these great receiving cores, Without Cam Newton, it has been killing me. Because for years, they had the worst receiving cores in the league. Ted Ginn, Kelvin Benjamin, uh, Devin Funches were all wide receiver ones. There was a four-year span where those three guys were the only wide receiver ones that he had. And now, as soon as he's gone, uh, we go crazy at receiver. It's nice to be good there, but now I, I don't trust the offensive line or the quarterback all that much. So, it's a little... You know, you know, that's that's the one thing that's
1: interesting to me because I feel like a lot of teams, you don't want to go all in and pay your receivers unless you feel like you actually have a quarterback that you're confident in and can get them the football. And yeah, I don't know if the Panthers have that. I mean, and, it's, I, I guess, I
2: don't mean to interrupt you, but... I mean,
1: obviously you don't want to let Robbie Anderson walk for nothing. That's, but like at the same time, it's like, are you really wanting to go, but, I- you know, spend all this money and then not The flip side of that would be like
2: putting your bad quarterback in a bad situation. You want to have good wide I receivers guess. regardless. And then if they want to bring in a new guy, they'll already have good receivers there. Uh, so I, I don't know. I like the signing. I like the Panthers receiving core for the foreseeable future. I don't know if I trust their passing game as a whole, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe, uh, What what is it, P.J. Walker? Maybe, yeah. He maybe has- P.J. Walker... Uh, it will come like a Tony Romo type deal.
1: Facts. Ends up being the goat. Um, you know, speaking of preseason, preseason demons, Joe Burrow is finally going to see the field this weekend. Um, I was talking to Zach and he Our, our buddy,
2: that, Zach, who's a Bengals fan.
1: Yeah, I guess I should have clarified that. We have a friend that we went to high school with. He's my roommate. Uh, I was talking to him last night. He feels that- uh, they're just going to throw him in for like four plays. He's going to hand the ball off four times and then he's going to go off the field and that's going to be it.
2: I mean, how probably they'll probably let him throw the ball once. They're going to let him they're going to let him make a pass. You would think, right? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I'm not surprised by how they're treating this just because you Burrow had a really major injury, more than just an ACL tear, you know, type um, knee injury where it was it was a big deal. It, it was so closer you to be
1: Bridgewater's injury,
2: yeah. And I, I, I said a while ago on the podcast, like they, you know they are, they need to be really careful with how they do this. So if they throw him in for one drive, run the ball four times, and let him drop back once, not the worst decision in the world. I don't know how he's going to feel comfortable. I mean, because this is we're heading into the last preseason game. I don't know how you go from that to being comfortable starting. Game one in the regular yeah, we, season versus I mean everybody do they, going who do they full play strength. Week one? Uh, I have no clue.
1: They play the Vikings and Daniil Hunter is back.
2: That yeah, that's not great. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I this is my big concern with Bur- Burrow this year. You know, uh, Bladen because not Bladen Theo talks all about how he doesn't trust him, but I think I because of his arm strength and whatnot. I understand that, but I think the real concern for him this year is. The health stuff. He's just going to come it's back and be like, it's not even elemental. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, like, how it's are all you up gonna, here. How are you going to be ready to go back 100% game one? I know I couldn't do it. Uh, and considering that Burrow, you know, is, is probably only going to get a few plays in preseason before he has to do it, I just think that's really hard.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they play the Vikings with Daniil Hunter, Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks. Like, their front seven's pretty damn good. They go, very next week, the Bears,
2: Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith. It's tough. It's tough. Well, there's no, <laughs> there's no easy, there's no easy games really. I, I uh, guess there's
1: no easy games, but like they go three back-to-back weeks against like dominant front sevens, Vikings, yeah, Bears, Steelers. And,
2: and so much of being an effective quarterback is being poised in the pocket and not panicking when you're getting rushed. And, you know, being able to maybe take a hit to get a throw off. And you got to wonder if Burrow's going to have a really hard time doing that now with the injury. We don't know. I'm not saying that I know for certain he's going to go do this because I don't know how (laughs) he's going to recover from the injury. We haven't seen him play, but it's definitely a huge concern.
1: Yeah, I I would definitely agree. Um, And then, you know, keep it on the track of quarterbacks. You know, a lot of times we talk about things. Being disappointing, but not surprising. Um, this is disappointing and surprising that the
2: Broncos are not starting Drew Locke. I think the, the real problem with it is not that they're, they've determined that Teddy Bridgewater is better, I guess. It's like, all right, fine. I, I, like I said, I'm a Panthers fan. I watched him play last year. Not a fan. I don't think he pushes the ball down the field. I don't think he takes risks. Right. But I'm surprised that they didn't at least give Locke one last chance. Because Locke is the guy on the team. Teddy Bridgewater is kind of the backup bridge filler type quarterback. So what you figure the thing you're going to do is, because Locke has not looked bad so far. What you okay. figure the thing you're going to do is, is, okay, this is Locke's last chance. We're putting him in. And if it doesn't work out, we'll go to Bridgewater. But exactly. Locke gives us so much better of a chance to push the ball down the field. And he he's, has a more talented arm. So we'd rather give him one more shot to work it out before we just go to Bridgewater. Now you're going to Bridgewater right away. Makes it feel like you've just thrown in the towel on Locke.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a concerning situation, and I was going to make a video about this, and then like they started announcing the starters. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm too late, but the way I would do it, right? You know, People were like, oh, you either you know start your rookie or start your veteran right away. No, you start the guy who was already there. Start the guy who was there first. Oh, there, yeah, there's a little situation.
2: bit of that. Yeah, that's a good point. You should start you, the guy who's there first because like, if you don't, the then that's them getting replaced. Yeah,
1: you, you start Cam. And then you ease Mac Jones in as you see fit, right? Because regardless of if Cam plays good or not, you're just like, okay, we'll just ease Mac Jones in, right? I think the 49ers are going to kind of do the same thing with Garoppolo and Lance. You're going to start Garoppolo. Yeah. And then, you know, if shit hits the fan or if, you know, you know, you want to ease Lance in, like however you see fit, but regardless, you don't just replace the guy <laughs> right away. Yeah. Because then, you know, you sw- when you go to, sw- if like, you know, it does fall apart and you have to, you know, throw the old guy back in. Now all of a sudden it's like,
2: it's like, okay, what are you doing? I guess they know more than me. I'll say that. They've seen him in Canada yeah, every I, single guess. day and I haven't. Um, <laughs> I'm not paying also, to be I an NFL I did watch coach. Bridgewater and I just thought, I thought it was really disappointing last year. And I don't think the Broncos offense has a lot of playmakers, so I don't think they're doomed, but the quarterback will probably not be the person making the plays for him. Whereas with Drew Locke, maybe he throws a couple more interceptions, but he can You know, I voice. think
1: I, I I can kind of see, I guess, where Denver might be coming from. Because there is like the idea of like receivers are often able to elevate a quarterback's play. And if you're kind of of the belief that, OK, Locke's super volatile. Let's throw in a guy who won't make a lot of mistakes and just let our playmakers do their thing you might be thinking we can still score a lot without having to be super super dangerous the panthers offense
2: was stinky last year and we had (laughs) we had we had had three guys go for a thousand yards and it wasn't fun to watch uh i I think that it's easy to say it's like well he's going to keep you know he's going to protect the ball but there's no difference between throwing an interception on a 50 yard bomb and going three and out and punting same thing yep right um (laughs) It's exactly. And the same. There's just so many. We had eight Trust chances me, I've at been, game-winning I've been drives. Eight chances at game-winning drives. We went zero and eight in those games. Uh, Bridgewood, there and there's just one play in particular. Fourth and eight, check down to McCaffrey. It's just, <laughs> it's, it just, it, I, 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 I can see that he keeps you safer, and he's not going to lose you games. But I also feel like he doesn't put you in a position to win games. Whereas with Drew Locke, yeah, maybe he is. He is, you know. A little bit more volatile, but that can be both good and bad. Now there is also the side of their defense is really talented. Their defense right. is really talented,
1: and that, that and their defense, their defense is significantly better than the Panthers was. Oh so, yeah, I'm
2: not look. I didn't mean to say that they're going to be the Panthers next year. I was just talking about the, <laughs> the receivers. Yeah, they're I, still I going feel. to be a really good team. And I guess what they're thinking about is like, hey, uh, we won the Super Bowl against the Panthers with ancient Pey- Peyton Manning as our starting quarterback. So we can, as somebody who can't push the ball down the field, we can make that work again. Um, But I I don't know. I'm just disappointed that they didn't roll with luck. I I, I think that I would rather lose a game or two because of a bad turnover and give myself the chance to go win big games than just uh, kind of settle for whatever the defense
1: can do. To compare Peyton Manning, even at like the end of his career to Teddy Bridgewater,
2: not, yeah, not cool. I mean, it, 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 it's, <laughs> like, it's a little different I really Ted don't man, think Teddy's like going to be the that best horrible too Teddy's, Teddy's yeah. not that bad uh, But he, he's kind of like a Gardner Minshew type Strong quarterback he's like, a, not, he's like a decent quarterback Likeable Doesn't really push the ball down the field enough To run a high level offense, in my opinion
1: Yeah, uh, again, you know I, I know everyone's going to bash me for bringing up the Browns It's Tyrod
2: it's just Tyrod like I, I remember I remember the whole like Tyrod Bills debacle too. Uh,
1: um when when, 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 he when he was like the starter and it was like, him or He led
2: I, them to the playoffs and <laughs> it's like yeah, no yeah.
1: They like, made
2: the playoffs despite him. I <laughs> like, don't think I don't think this is really that big of a deal because odds are luck wasn't going to work out anyway but we would like to see him get yeah. a chance that's probably all yeah, there is to That say.
1: that's really all it comes down to. You want to see him get a chance with these kind of weapons this defense see what he can do. But Let's hop into fantasy land, and uh, again, if you missed the NFC fantasy locks, we posted two back-to-back episodes on those uh, locks and letdowns. You know, so after you listen to this one, make sure you go give those um, a listen as well. I had a, a bit of a blunder on the second set when we were doing the, <laughs> the NFC North and South, where twice I mentioned players in the NFC West
2: Who were uh, not in the NFC West. They're- not who yeah not they were so in much, the yeah like, that
1: we were talking about like the NFC North and I yeah, I brought yeah. up what was it? Cooper Cup and Tyler Lockett yeah like I don't know not what's not wrong a, with me man not, not my spot. brightest moment but let's hop into the AFC East Matt who is your first lock Josh the Allen I talked about him before <laughs> I really like Josh I knew Allen it. I should have known he's not.
2: He's, he was quarterback one last year. He's not being taken as quarterback one. You can get a really big discount on him compared to like a Patrick Mahomes or whatever. Got great rushing upside. That offense looks like it's going to be good. He added another good receiver. Talking about fantasy locks. I'm, I'm usually not pro taking a quarterback high, but if Allen falls to you at the right spot, 100% do it. He's really great. I, you
1: know, Matt says there's a, you can get a good, you know, much better value for Josh Allen, and even though Josh Allen's be ta- being taken at co- as quarterback two, if you look at the difference in draft picks, Mahomes is being taken fifteenth overall a lot of times, and Allen is being taken thirtieth.
2: Yeah, it's so like, you're you're spending a lot less, a and I understand difference. that Patrick Mahomes is a little bit more reliable, but uh, you're like it maybe a little bit more confident in him. And I, I'm not. This is not bash Patrick Mahomes' time. I think you know. Probably has the best odds To finish as quarterback one But I think Allen's got A really good shot at it And you can get him For so much less I mean you can get him You can get him Fourth round versus Mahomes Sometimes goes in the first it's a, it's a really big difference So I, I really like him uh, As a value play
1: Well I'm going to I'm going to hop right in And go with a sleeper Right off the bat Miles Gaskin For Miami He's been getting A lot of touches In preseason And I know that preseason Doesn't mean everything but like when you when you start seeing someone get a lot of touches like, OK, maybe maybe regular season, they might want to do the same thing because they threw in. Oh, I can't remember who's the number two guy is, but like they're supposed to be having like this running um, back competition. Malcolm, Malcolm,
2: Malcolm Brown, Malcolm it? Brown. Yep. Malcolm, Malcolm Brown. Brown. They he's threw
1: not. him in for one play and he allowed a um,
2: he allowed a pressure. Uh, he's he's not going to make the ro- he He might not make the roster yeah um, so people are talking about you know, oh, the, the, game, back the game before i don't know if you saw the game before he had like eight rushes nine yards okay yeah like, he's, he's <laughs> like it's it's rough for him it and, is like outside of that, and no one else it's um It's why I'm can't i think of his mate, name there was somebody last year who got touches
1: i know they've been they like to use um that receiver that's like their punt returner. I can't remember his name. Regardless, either. they're probably, yeah. Gaskin <laughs> they have other guys, is, but I feel like Gaskin is like, more so than any other team, a very clear running back one for Miami. You uh, know, they may want to go by committee, but I don't know if there's anyone else I would trust more to give the
2: ball to. I, don't, I probably don't love other, other Gaskin as much as other guys. I don't know. He's just not one of my dudes. I haven't seen him play he, a lot. I do so agree thinning. that with Brown kind of stinking, they are in a position to give him the ball a ton, he,
1: and I know it's like, oh, it's just a situation. Gaskin's being taken um, as running back twenty-one, which is like when I look at who he's like in the same realm as, is like Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt, and I'm like, you know what? That's that's probably fair if you want to throw him in that. And I'm like, if he's a lock to be Miles Sanders, David Montgomery, Chris Carson, I'll take that.
2: You know, I'm I'm gonna agree. I, you're kind of you're kind of changing my mind here a little bit about Gaskin. Uh, just I just like hadn't like been on him that. before. <laughs> Because I was like, no, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I was like, I don't was, know how the rest of that running back room shakes out, and are they actually going to give him touches? Last year, 183 touches in 10 games, which is pretty. I mean, that's that's yeah, almost and, close and to they, 20 They a game. throw,
1: they, they like to throw it to him a lot too.
2: Like they like yeah, to get it to him. He's out got the back receiving field. upside. I don't love. Tua their likes him a lot. I don't love their offensive line, but honestly,
1: but that that's usually like whatever. I was watching their last preseason game. And every time Tua was like under pressure, he would step up and dump it off to Gaskin, every single time. And yeah, I mean that, that's just where yeah. he wants to go with the football. Yeah, a
2: hundred percent. I and he's, I he agree. was balling I, out th- in camp. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like Gaskin, Gaskin a lot. Is a, is a good pick there. Yeah.
1: Who Who do you Who do you hate here?
2: Who do you do let down there?
1: Who do you Who do you just my despise?
2: Le- my I don't despise anybody. <laughs> but um, and it's. It's really hard to think of the letdowns, but I'm kind of not the biggest Michael Carter fan because of situation. Isn't that the guy? (laughs) Yeah. I think Michael Carter, I watched the everybody run. I think Michael Carter is the most talented back. And if it were on that team and if I were the coach, I would probably give him a big chunk of the carries. but I don't trust that to actually happen. If this is supposed to be like a 49ers style offense, he's going to be in a committee and yeah, it's going to be a really tough committee. In. And there could be three, four guys getting carries there. And you could be a hundred percent right about Carter being a steal for them. And he could still not produce for fantasy. Now he's being taken as like running back 32. So I mean, it's like, this is nitpicking, right? Uh, yeah. Cause he's, he's not a starter in most leagues. Um, but I don't know. I, I think, I think I'm just a little bit lower on the odds of him breaking out in that running back room. Uh, it's like, I, because I think even if he does really well, he's still going to be in a committee. It's not like there's a running back room and they're trying to find who's going to be the guy. They're not trying to find the guy. He's also, get, he's also not starting for the team uh, in preseason, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was Coleman.
1: Yeah, I you you said that you think he's the most talented running back in that room. I think it's Tevin Coleman. It might be. I I, I just I watched Tevin Coleman
2: running is really super strong.
1: fast. Like there's like Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman are probably the two fastest running backs in the it's NFL. It's
2: been a while for him though. That's what makes me nervous about him. I guess I shouldn't say. Yeah, uh, Tevin Coleman also Carter's has like in, right Tevin Coleman has like injury issues. Yeah, that it's would like, be. I I kind of wonder if. If you're in a deep league, if the play is to just invest in the whole running back room, go get, go get Coleman. <laughs> invest, invest in the Jets entire oh, back Oh, yeah, here. dude. Just like get a couple of them. Just get like a couple of them and see what happens. Actually, he might want to run the ball a ton. Uh, and see, every time I, I come up with a guy I hate, I can start thinking of some reasons because they have P. Ryan in there. I really don't like him. Uh, they have Tevin Coleman, super injury prone. And then all of a sudden you could get into where it's like Gaskin might be the guy who is getting a ton of touches. If neither of those guys end up working on who else do they have? I know they have one more notable name, I feel like, but I think, I think it is sort of a, sort of a, a a 49ers style room, or at least that's what I've heard. Uh, and and even it's like, okay, we know Raheem Mostert. We know he's a really talented back right off the bat. We know he's going to be the number one and he's getting drafted as running back 26 just because he plays for the 49ers in a team that's super heavy with committee so yeah. michael carter a guy who's unproven uh, even though i like him and a guy who is not the number one running back going at 32 behind a worse offensive line and a team that's pro- probably going to run a similar scheme I, it's just not a talent thing just does not sound great for him getting the touches unless something happens or he moves up the depth chart
1: yeah, it's definitely a dicey situation. Ty Johnson
2: is also the other guy, my bad. I mean, our, your, our, Ty Johnson. Oh.
1: <laughs> Ty Johnson. Oh, their other running back. Yep, 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 Ty
2: Johnson, Ty, they're kind of all the same guy.
1: I can't lie.
2: <laughs> they do have. <laughs> like,
1: they're like all uh, oh, the exact Coleman, Johnson, same. and
2: Carter are, are, are a little similar. Yeah, they definitely they're, have a type kind of person all, they're looking like, for.
1: The, They've got all the same dude. If I had to take a guy that I'm not super confident in, I I don't want to like keep to sticking with uh my trend of the last episode, but I keep leaning this like area of like the rookie
2: quarterbacks. Um, what is Wilson being drafted at right now? I'm assuming that's, that's where you're you going, know, Zach Wilson. It, well, I, I I wouldn't go Mac because
1: Mac probably won't even start right away. Whereas Zach Wilson, yeah, Mac Jones is being drafted thirty third. Zach Wilson twenty five, but like, and this will lean me into my next lock, Cam Newton. Cam Newton should be drafted ahead of Zach Wilson. Absolutely. The only reason he isn't is because at some point we expect Mac
2: Jones to play. I'll, I'll say this, right? You're looking at running back, or not running back, quarterback 25 and 26, Zach Wilson and Cam Newton. At yeah. that point in most leagues, you're not even talking about a backup. You're talking about like a third string guy. And I think if, if that's what we're looking at, I will take the dice roll on Cam Newton playing and being better. And he could easily be a quarterback one with the rushing upside rather than uh, a Zach Wilson, who also, you know, is mobile. But I I'm not super high on next year.
1: Yeah, it's just like I feel like Zach Wilson, maybe he's or not. I feel like Cam Newton, maybe he's not a QB one. But but, you know, especially early on, like first four or five weeks. Like that's a very viable. Quarterback, I know I'm not. Especially-
2: I'm not. I'm not saying that. When I say quarterback one, I'm usually thinking twelve teams. So him with a top twelve finish among quarterbacks, he was sixteen okay. last year. Pretty much everything went as bad as it possibly could have. I yeah. think if he, this season even goes a little bit better for him, he just plays all the games, which is a big if. I, I think Mac Jones is really seriously challenging for that starting spot. But if he plays, the rushing upside makes him way more valuable. Or at least gives a much higher ceiling than Zach Wilson, in my opinion. I don't know if I'd call him a lock, though.
1: <laughs> I think he's a lock to be better than Zach Wilson. And, you know, that, that, that would be if I could say that. Um, or, like, are you taking Deshaun Watson over Cam Newton?
2: No, but I don't think Watson's going to play. Uh, I guess That's, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and,
1: and Watson's being taken 22. I don't think I'm taking Tua over him.
2: Like, I, know, I I get not being high on Cam Newton right now. It does look like a real possibility. He's not. The I guess. But hey, one. if he if he falls um, to me in
1: the third or in the you know in the fourth, you know, as like the fourth quarterback,
2: you know, so so I, I wouldn't it. say it's a lock. He's better than like it's not even a lock. He plays. It's not a lock. He's better I, I don't, than anybody. I don't. I mean, I guess, but I don't think Cam just like doesn't play all year. There's okay, an, but I, if I've, he plays half the games, you know, Zach Wilson will probably finish above him. I guess, but
1: for those first days. But like the thing is, if I'm drafting Cam Newton, it's like I'm drafting Cam Newton and Trey Lance. That's my package, and I'm like, it's like a transition.
2: That, that seems right? like that seems like horrible, like a horrible idea. Maybe, you're gonna go. Okay. Tra- you're gonna go with two guys <laughs> who were iffy on are gonna start game one. I'm you, going I, like, I, I Cam Newton is like. If you're in a two-quarterback league, I like taking the dice roll on them. Trey Lance is like a guy we think will start at some point this year and has good rushing upside. But if I'm taking one of those guys and, like, uh, just a a regular one-quarterback and then I want a backup league, I want to go with somebody I really trust. Or not even someone I really trust, but somebody who's been very consistent for a very long time. Go like Matt Ryan. Go like – yeah, you could go – I would say Russell Matt, Wilson, Matt but he's Ryan's too good. Probably,
1: Matt Ryan's probably the guy.
2: Yeah. Super Somebody, reliable. Somebody like that.
1: I guess that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, he's okay. okay. So here, here's really what I was going for. I didn't want to just, because you went with like Josh Allen as your lock. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know, I could just say digs. And that will yeah, be like well, super it's a, easy. Yeah, well, it's a little boring. to go. I know what you <laughs> that's mean. That's what I'm saying. It, he's it, not it really a lock, boring.
2: he's just a sleeper. It's kind of, we're kind of yeah, playing sli- from both sides. Yeah. Another guy that I have, Patriots guy, Jacoby Myers, that's a sleeper. What is his yeah. ADP? It's his Actually, ADP. Actually, n- no, Jacoby right Myers
1: now. should not be as, Jacoby Myers is like legitimately good.
2: Jacoby Myers is, is first off, he's a very talented player. Uh, he's going super. Wide 68. Yeah, screw that. Bro. <laughs> he could easily, he could easily, 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 easily lead that team in targets.
1: Oh, I, the only thing that might take it away is like Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry.
2: Yeah, but, but I, like, I, I really think that Myers— Didn't he also throw a touchdown pass last year? He might have. I don't know if I'm really counting on that for fantasy, though, dude. His uh, singular. I'm just saying
1: All I'm saying is they like to use him. He has a he has a wide variety of skill sets. That makes him Yeah, I, I, I don't they know. They use him I, I just, in a lot of
2: different ways. Myers is, I guess, another deep sleeper, but I think I— I mean, Myers I really is like wide him, receiver one. Fan.
1: He's wide receiver one, so— Probably I, you know, I, don't, I don't know how he you know I mean I get he's not like the best receiver in the league but I'm taking him over like a lot and of he's, he's a very
2: reliable player um and I think with with and apparently Jones liked him a lot and I know Cam is, is a fan of him as well so I, I yeah, expect no. him to surpass being the 68th receiver in the league pretty easily honestly
1: yeah absolutely well uh who did who's your oh no that was you were listing all the running backs so who's
2: your other letdown i just put bill's receivers outside of stefan Diggs. (laughs) outside of stefan Diggs, and i'm not even saying that they're gonna be bad i really think that they're all pretty good i I just don't know which one are they are they gonna split targets too much like who's who's getting more like what's the target split between davis sanders and cole beasley i have no idea that's you probably have no idea and I have not the slightest clue. And if I, if I was looking at their ADP, and it's just, it's not quite where Beasley's, I want it to Beasley's be. He's right
1: around sixty-two. Like,
2: yeah, that's um, that's pretty good. It is pretty. Consider, he's at fifty-six. <laughs> that's, I would consider it, but because he was he was really strong last year, so. But then with the, the vaccine stuff, know too, that he's been <laughs> having problems <laughs> yeah, with, and I like Emmanuel Sanders. Instead of trying to figure that out, I'm just going to draft a different receiver. I'm sure that one of them will end up figuring it out and being the guy. And it's like, I, I figured out this guy was a sleeper on the Bills because the Bills are, you know, a uh, good passing offense. But, um I, I don't think it's really worth the dice roll, honestly. I think I'll just – I'll stick to other guys who I'm a little bit more sure about their role or – not even them, you know, like I, I think and, all and those guys And you know are what?
1: Good. If one of those guys starts popping off or, you, you know, something happens, free agency, make a trade. Like yeah. you'll deal with that when it happens, but there's no reason to really take a it's risk just, on
2: that. It's just really tough to project what's going to happen with that. Emmanuel Sanders is a very strong receiver to add.
1: Yeah. Um, if I'm going to keep it real with you, I'm kind of going with a different receiving group as, you know, maybe not a letdown, but I'm not sure how Miami. I feel like Miami might have a similar issue. Yeah. my, For Like Will Fuller. First of all, Will Fuller's ADP is quite low, so I could understand taking him. But like um, Tua loves uh, Jasicki. He loves Miles Gaskin. You know how much is Will Fuller going to be involved when Jalen Waddle comes back? First of all, how healthy is Waddle going to be? How involved is he going to be? I cannot remember that super fast receiver. They I can't remember his name for the life of me.
2: Waddle, um, Parker, Fuller—those are the main guys. Kasicki, outside but they of have
1: they have um, they have this like speedy slot guy and he's a punt returner. I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah, Parker. Like they have just a lot of guys, and I'm not sure how much. You know trust Tua has in them. I you know I've heard that you know Parker and two have been getting connected a little bit more, but from what I've seen in like camp highlights and in preseason highlights, it's mostly just Sicky and Gaskin, and I just don't know how much that we're seeing. I mean, it's the g- same shit. Really there's a lot of
2: uh, there's a lot of tar- targets to go around. Yeah. Well, not a lot of targets, there's a lot of people who need those targets. And I really they, like might Will not, Fuller. they
1: might not throw the ball that much. So there might not, it might just, you know, come down to, there aren't a lot of targets, but there's a lot to go around. Like there's a lot of people that need to I think Will Fuller was
2: involved. like wide receiver 24 last year. And now he's playing with a worse quarterback and yeah. he, in a more crowded room and he's suspended, right? He's suspended for the first few games. Is Will Fuller suspended? Am I am I totally making something up? I I didn't know he was suspended. He's what? Su- and he's suspended for the first six games. And I feel like that oh my is goodness. I feel like that is a lot to drop about fifteen spots in your ADP. I don't know, dude. I I see it. I get that. Like, if he comes back and he is a number one receiver, because the talent yeah. is legit. I, I can't deny no, Will Fuller Will Fuller's, Will Fuller's it's, great. Is, is great, um, but, but and this is what I've been saying, I don't know um, if, <laughs> yeah, you can, expect- if you can get the value, it's the same thing with Michael Thomas, you may- may- get, maybe he's Fuller, Fuller should just be the
1: let down, I don't know, but I guess that's why his ADP is so low then, it's because he's missing so many games.
2: Okay, so um, he's just losing the first game. He got something for five last year. Five last year. Power dumb, one, okay. Then that, okay, that does make a <laughs> difference. 40 is probably about right for him. I don't know. It's just, I, I really like, I, I think the guys to have in that offense are Gesicki as a tight end. Uh, because to be an effective tight end, you really don't need that many targets. Like, you probably need to get fed targets. And I don't know how much I trust, you know, a lot of the downfield Gesicki stuff. Gesicki will probably yet, be a top five it. tight end. And I think Gaskin. So those are the two guys that I'm looking to own. Yeah, uh, as far as in fantasy goes,
1: Gask- Gaskin's such a sleeper, bro. Gaskin's like fallen below the radar. Yeah, those. Point.
2: So those are the two shares of dudes that I want. Uh, outside of that, the receivers are really talented. It's just same thing with the Bills. There's just too many guys. If I was gonna take a shot on anybody, the, the Bills. The Bills at least
1: you know are gonna throw like every play. It,
2: it is. It is a little tough. <laughs> I probably. I probably go with Fuller.
1: I'd probably take As, a shot on
2: Fuller if you can get him real late. Yeah, he's so yeah, talented. Yeah, Fuller would be the
1: guy. If there was a rec- I would take a shot yeah, on Fuller. he's so talented. You don't know how Waddle's health is going to affect things. That's true. Um, yep. Yeah, good you point. You don't know how much they're going to want to go to Parker. So I would yeah. say Fuller's probably the guy. Yep. Moving on to the AFC West. Matt,
2: who do you like? Who do you like in this I department? like Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He is somebody I'm a big fan of. Kansas City. Uh, I think that he's in a position to get a bigger workload next year. Uh, Hopefully, he plays the full season. He had 1,100 yards last year in 13 games. Very strong. Very strong for a rookie. He's on a very good Mm -hmm. offense. And the offensive line has gotten significantly better. They were not a good run-blocking offensive line last year. It should be different this year. Plus, you know, he's a second-year player now. He's not a rookie anymore. All signs point to him being better. And I don't think... He finished that low uh, last year anyway in fantasy. So uh, I'm a fan. I think all, all signs point to him being better. I don't know if I see him as quite uh, a wide receiver, not a wide receiver, running back one. But I, I honestly, at a low end, I could totally see it. So I, I'm a fan. I mean, he's being drafted
1: at 14 right now. I, I guess that's fair.
2: Yeah, I the like it. I'm down for that. Yeah,
1: I, I guess that's I guess that's reasonable. He'll probably he's almost certainly going to be the lead back there, and you know, I, their O lines you know significantly improved. Yeah, I don't see any reason why that.
2: Yep, I yeah. just all signs point to things being better for him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's really all it comes down to: better situation, and that's really all you're looking for out of a talented player. It would be different if the talent wasn't there, but it is. I like him. Um, I'm going to go another running back. Josh Jacobs. <laughs> you know, there was yeah, a time we, when, well, we watched him at camp. Is that why you're picking <laughs> a, him? Yeah. You know, the, just the camp. That's all I needed to see, man. Now, but there was a time when I was really bashing on Josh Jacobs. I was like, Oh, you know, he, he can't really get it done. Not explosive enough. Um, and, you know, maybe that's true for the sake of like, he won't be super valuable for the Raiders, but in terms of fantasy, I think they want to give him the rock. Um, you know, we watched, in in practice, you know, there there was not a single time when I saw um, Kenyon Drake on the field
2: and they, like, did something. I don't know. You really you really don't think that they're going to use Kenyon Drake at all?
1: It's not that I don't think they will use him, right?
2: Um,
1: they obviously didn't go out and get him to not use him. But when I watched... You know, just from what I saw in that in that one practice, it felt like they weren't using him as much as you would expect. And when they did use him, it didn't feel like they were very productive.
2: Yeah, I mean, i I, I think that's probably hard to judge from just one training. I mean camp. definitely, but
1: also Josh Jacobs, I feel like
2: just is the better. I'm player. a little worried about Kenyon Drake taking the touches. Um, it's It's hard to know that's that's one of those situations where it's hard to know how they're going to split the carries. I feel like most backfields you can figure out what that, that one is. Uh, but, uh, Jacobs at what, what running 16. back is he right now? 16, 16,
1: right below Clyde Dobbins, right around Carson Montgomery.
2: Like, think, I think that you think he'll I get think more touches fair. than Carson. Oh, are you mm. confident in that? Are you confident Maybe. that he's going to get more touches than miles Gaskin?
1: That's the, I, I don't know if he gets more touches than Gaskin.
2: Um, He's he's above David Montgomery. Are you confident that he gets more touches than David Montgomery? I don't Maybe know. Maybe not. I think yeah, I definitely that's, that's think the situation. talent of Josh Jacobs has become underrated. Like people are hating on him because they he had a, a down year. And I'll give you that. But I think people are taking that and they're they're putting it into like, oh, well, he's a sleeper now. And I'm not quite sure if he is. If they give Kenyan, if they brought in Kenyon Drake, I think they really want to get the How ball. How many to touches
1: him. did Kenyon Drake have last year? Kenyon
2: Robinson. Drake was legitimately good, so I, I, I think he's just. I'm looking at ADP. He's above Robinson. He's above Gaskin. He's above Montgomery. He's above Carson. I think all those guys are probably in line for more work than him. Although Kenyon I do,
1: last year in 15 games had 264 touches. Well, we're,
2: I'm not worried about him getting touches Arizona. on you know a, a different team, right? Yeah, I, I'm just saying like. I, I I just am not sure I do like I do like Jacobs as a player and 16 probably isn't that that crazy for me, but I might have him like 17 or 18 because so there's a couple other guys where I'm more confident or more uh, sure of their role.
1: I guess that's I guess that's fair. Anyone in this division that you're uh, not too fond of Matt?
2: Uh, Justin Herbert gets taken like really high. And a lot of drafts took my guy. And it's not that I, I keep saying the (laughs) same shit. It's not that I'm against the talent of Herbert, but he's getting taken as I, I I really don't see him stepping up with a guy like uh, Murray or, or Allen or Jackson or or Prescott. I think all those guys I'm a little bit more confident than, than Herbert and Herbert is not taken that far, you know, that far behind them. Uh, like, for instance, his ADP is above Tom Brady. That's a huge ask out of yeah. Justin. Yeah, Herbert's That's at QBA right now. I would yeah. consider taking – I would probably take Tannehill over him. I would probably take Stafford. Right. It's v- I could very easily see him having worse statistical years than all of those guys. Yeah. Uh, and, and so just, just from, like, the numbers standpoint of fantasy stuff, I don't I, – Herbert is not a guy who I ever target, really if I'm going quarterback I'm either. I would much rather either wait on the value of a Brady or a Tannehill or a Stafford, or I'd rather go a little bit higher with an Allen or a Jackson, because I think those guys have a lot better chance of, you know, putting up a quarterback number one type season.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with you there wholeheartedly. Like not, not even just for the sake of like, Oh, I don't think he can put up the same numbers as like Stafford or Brady, but just like coming off a record-breaking rookie season, that is incredibly hard and not even just Those not, are just hard how, to follow up. It's not even that it's hard to follow up, but his play style makes it especially hard to follow up. He's playing very volatile football, throws the ball down a lot. Those aren't always going to go his way. You know, yeah. so yeah, no, I definitely agree you might see a drop in touchdowns, maybe an increase in turnovers and people might uh ah, panic a little bit, but that's just that's just the way it goes you know so no i I, I completely agree with you there I think if you know anyone I'm really concerned about um Man, I I just don't know. Yeah, I I hate to keep going like position groups, but I don't know who to like like or dislike on the Charger or not on the, on the Broncos receiving
2: core. Oh, I I totally disagree. What Sutton and Jerry okay. Judy? Sutton, I like. Mm-hmm, I Jerry do Judy. kind
1: of like Judy. Yeah. How do you have? feel about How do you feel about Tim Patrick? What What do we What What's
2: Tim Patrick's ADP? <laughs> Ninety. Let's look it up. <laughs> what are we talking about, Tim Patrick? I mean, he, again, ninety-six. To, okay. I'm just saying they have a okay. We I don't, don't know, know if fan. I can trust <laughs> him as wide receiver. Ninety-six. What? Who is ahead of? Said, who, sat who is out of frame? Who is? He doesn't even. Sh- oh, okay, hold on. I'm on. He's like either. in the
1: same. He's in the same categorization as Ty, Tyrell Williams. I. He's not. Okay. Okay. But like. He, our producer just put this in the chat: Bridgewater's quarterback now. Do you think that has any implications on Judy and nah. Sutton? Did it have any implications on there was DJ three thousand yard
2: receivers in Carolina? Okay. Uh, so I, I'm I'm not worried about it. Okay. I, I think I think I think both Judy and Sutton will be good next year. I have Sutton as a yeah. sleeper. I think at thirty two. No
1: Sutton. Yep. Sutton, I think will be really good. I'm not sure. I love Judy. I'm not sold on it yet. I was sold on Judy last year and he let me down. So I don't want to buy in yet.
2: I think I think with Judy, a lot of his his struggles were rookie struggles. Um,
1: yeah, a lot of drops so but like
2: I'm, I'm you, not know, you, too, you too fix those.'ll
1: you'll, you'll be great. Um, I you know, again, I think Jerry Judy's a phenomenal player. Um, but you know, there is, you actually, you might be kind of
2: Tim, Tim Patrick last year was, you know, he's wide receiver. A, forty. Patrick, I know he was wide receiver. Uh, Tim Patrick be,
1: had like, that's what I'm saying. Like I was on a Twitch stream last year and someone's like, Hey Bladen, have you like, heard, like heard of this Tim Patrick guy? Like my comment section was full of like, check out Tim Patrick, check out. And this dude was like balling.
2: No, like, obviously yo, it's, it's way different. It's way different because like, you know, Sutton's back. And I, I, I yeah. do think Sutton will get the targets, but I'm not, I'm not worried about there being too many guys there. I'll be a hundred percent honest. Not for I Sutton am and Judy. A, okay.
1: There's Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, Tim Patrick, Noah get Fant, Melvin they're Gordon. Not,
2: and, uh, what, and what, him. and what, what, what does Melvin Gordon taking a touch from Sutton even look like? <laughs> I'm just saying like, well, they, we gotta they, get <laughs> like, I th- if you want to talk about the running backs, I don't know who they're going to give the ball to. Fair enough. Um, I no. But I think I, Melvin
1: Gordon kind of takes the reins there that's kind of the way I think things are going what makes you say that uh I don't know I just feel like Melvin Gordon probably is going to be the lead back and they might they might go um I can't remember his name what is up with me in names right now I can't remember his name uh um, no this idea. is a guy this is a guy I'm high on too I like him a lot I can't just can't remember his name
2: um, I don't know, dude. This is going to drive me nuts. I don't think they drafted Javante Williams with a 34th pick. Javante Williams, that's right. Javante yeah. Williams.
1: Yeah, I just couldn't remember his name. Javante
2: either. Williams. That's what I said. You said Devante.
1: I said Javante.
2: You're lying. It's cool, though. <laughs> we'll just we'll – just we'll, we'll literally – I, 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 didn't, I didn't think that they picked – I didn't think that they picked him 34th overall not to give him the ball, so –
1: yeah I, I guess that's fair kind of the same thing with Nashville.
2: i would not be worried about sutton he's gonna it's the other oh i'm
1: not i'm not worried about sutton uh, trust me i'm not worried about sutton's gonna ball sutton's that guy yeah unless the the only thing you would be worried about with sutton is like injury, injury. holding him yeah. back getting re-injured something like that but outside of outside but of those ADP, things, i think he's totally worth the risk yeah no sutton sutton will be awesome who else are you a big fan of
2: Big yeah. fan. Of, I, th- I think McCole Hardman might be worth a look uh, with no more Sammy Watkins. And he's, he's getting yeah. drafted around where his ADP was last year. I'm not super confident in the targets sticking up for him because they gave, like, Robinson a lot of – basically, like, the same amount of work. But I could totally see a scenario in where he gets maybe 20, 25 more looks and he finishes above where his ADP was. He is the wide receiver number two for the best quarterback. And yeah, I, I, Dynasty – of like the dynasty football subreddit, every year tries to figure out who's the who's the Packers wide receiver two. Like five years straight because they have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. You could do the same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Who's this wide receiver two? Uh, you know, I mean, second targets probably Kelsey or you know Tyree Hill. Those are obviously the top two guys. But as wide receiver two, yeah, Hardman. That's a fine pick, right? Yeah,
1: Hardman. Hardman is really good. And at some point, you kind of gotta. Oh my God! Breaking news. We just got a text from Theo Ash. Dude, forgot about the time change. It's tough. So, so for those of you that don't know, Theo lives in Pacific time and we live in Eastern time. So a lot of times we'll be like, Oh, we're starting at 12 and he, and he'll be like, Oh, 12 Pacific time. It
2: happens. (laughs) It's tough. It it
1: happens more often than we would like. Um, But yeah, that's, just, that's the text we literally just got.
2: So he'll be joining um, us for the next episode, hopefully. We're probably just gonna for go the, ahead yeah, for,
1: the, for the bonus episode, he'll, he'll go ahead and hop in with us. Um, I guess I'll give one more guy that I really like out of the West. I don't know if I would say I really like him. Or actually, no, <laughs> I do really. I did, <laughs> You love him. Come
2: on, be, you gotta be more confident in the things <laughs> Love him. I, this is my guy. Um, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I I just you know we talk about it, especially if things aren't looking great with Herbert, you
2: know. I don't want to make who, it sound like I'm predicting things to go bad with Herbert. No, no, I really, no, no. I'm not. just I'm just
1: saying if you if you see guys start if you or if you see Herbert start to like take a step back, it's like okay, we need to relax a little bit, stop pushing the ball downfield so much. You know they're gonna to start to dump it off to Eckler, like that's that's what you do there
2: um yeah i don't know I, I don't think he has a very strong backup um, yeah that's really the other thing they had there's, there's a guy
1: n- they were going to a little bit last i think it was what justin, justin jackson.
2: jackson yeah and he's fine um he actually he actually did perform pretty well so maybe, yeah. um, maybe i'm maybe i'm tripping justin but, um, jackson josh kelly yeah so that, there, there's somebody the where thing. you're like they're gonna they're gonna take a chunk of his carries this is, we're not worried about a committee there uh and the receiving upside on him is probably about as good as... And Eckler's any- being taken at
1: running back 11.
2: That's good value. It is. I feel if he plays, I feel very confident about him being a running back one. And you're getting him pretty low value. Uh, you, you can see him slipping the second round sometimes. Yep.
1: And if, if some, if of, those, some like, of those, yeah. If you're at like the 12th pick, 13th, in you know, you get back to back, I would you know can highly consider going like Eckler Gibson. Like that kind of, that kind of backfield be kind of scary. can't lie. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Is that the Theo Ash NFL?
3: I overslept.
1: (laughs) He said I overslept. Um, You get 30 seconds.
3: We missed you for the Drew Locke bit. Give us your two cents. I mean, if you guys talked about it already, I'm sure I have about the same thing to say. It's not, it's not, okay. It's not the worst thing in the entire world. It's not like they're idiots. They're not the worst people ever for doing this. I get it. When we first talked about this podcast episode and episodes ago, we said, okay, maybe with this defense, you just go with the guy who's not going to turn the football over. Mm -hmm. So I understand the logic. However, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, his peak, He's 15 touchdowns. That's how many he threw at a career high, right? 15 yeah. touchdowns to go around. That's what you can expect. Hard to win a lot of games if, you're a, if your quarterback is throwing 15 touchdowns. You know? That's just not a lot of points on the board. Yep. And the point of playing offense, when you get the football and you are trying to drive down the field, the goal is not to not turn the football over. That's not the goal. The goal is to put the ball in the end zone. And Drew Locke, I truly believe, has the potential to be kind of Ryan Fitzpatrick tier, to be Jameis Winston tier, to throw 25, 26, kind of that type of range for touchdowns. He has the potential to be that, make a dynamic offense with Courtland Sutton and Jerry Judy and KJ Hamlin and, and Noah Fan and all those guys. And he's the one that I would have gone with just because he has the potential to put a lot of points on the board with all the weapons. Now, um, they're probably not going to put a lot of points on the board. And that makes them not having a top defense in the league, which I think they will. And I still think they'll like the blouse because of it. Um, but it makes that all the more crucial because they're not going to be moving up and down the field with no chance of it now.
1: That was a little more than 30 seconds, but we appreciate Sorry. it, Theo. Now that officially wraps things up for us again, we will be coming back to you tomorrow with a ton of more content bonus episode. Make sure you guys don't miss out on that. We're so close to the NFL regular season. We can almost taste it. And uh, Matt, do you want to take it again? or uh...
2: No, you got it this time. All
1: right. We'll catch you guys on the flippity flop.